Entrepreneur on Fire 637. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Be there for your customers no matter where you are. Go to evoice.com to sign up for your free trial and enter promo code FIRE for an additional $5 off per month. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Ready to unwrap smarter snacking? Receive a discovery box of surprise snacks for your first Nature Box and prepare to be hooked. Visit naturebox.com slash FIRE to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash FIRE. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Bobby Casey. Bobby, are you prepared to ignite? John, I am absolutely prepared to ignite. Yes! Bobby is a lifelong entrepreneur, investor, and student of life. He is a believer in privacy and freedom and fights this fight through words and actions around the world. As a renowned speaker on free market economics and offshore business, Bobby travels the globe working with like-minded clients, helping them properly structure their businesses and lives to minimize risk and maximize reward. Bobby, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. I am a traveler. I'm an entrepreneur, um, and I'm definitely a student. I believe uh, you, you never stop learning. It's, it's, always, it's always about learning. And I'm a I'm a big traveler. I believe the the world is my my education. The world is my university. I mean, just in the past month, I've been in I don't know six or eight different countries uh, with meetings and just visiting different places. So that's pretty much pretty much my life as far as entrepreneurial journey. It's almost from birth. My father raised me to be an entrepreneur, and I've never I've never really thought there was another alternative. Yes. Yeah, so my first real business when I was 21, I actually started assembling bicycles for Walmart. It's kind of a kind of a goofy business, I guess. And it's a long story to go into. But I, I guess for me, when I first saw that opportunity, I just said, oh, my God, look, Walmart sells a lot of bicycles and they have a lot of Walmart stores. So, the, I mean, in my very naive an overly optimistic business mind, I thought, scalability. Like this is a huge, huge way to scale. Of course, I later found the complications in that type of business. It was labor intensive. But I built that business up over several years and uh, we were doing several million dollars a year in that business and it kind of evolved into an installation company. And I sold that several years ago and then I've done a lot of other things during the course of that time. I also owned a restaurant. I, I was in real estate business, mostly commercial real estate offices, warehouses, that sort of thing. And over the past several years, I've gotten more into, uh, uh, <laughs> I guess the easiest way to explain it is offshore financial services. We do, uh, I own several different businesses in in that space, all somewhat interrelated. We do offshore investment conferences. We have a offshore investment newsletter. Uh, I do consulting in that realm. And then we also own a trust company, an offshore trust company down in the Caribbean. So that's 
it's, I guess that's the short and sweet version of it. I'd, I'd be happy to dig into detail if you want a bit more of that, John. Sure. We're definitely going to get there, Bobby, because we really are going to take this opportunity that we have with you today and dissect a couple specific moments in your entrepreneurial journey and really pull out some great takeaways, some great, great lessons, and you know, just some implementations that we can apply to our journeys. But before we get into all that, Bobby, we always start with a success quote, with a mantra to really get that motivational ball rolling. So Bobby Casey, take it away. I'm a reader like a lot of you guys, and uh, John, I'm sure you are too. Oh, yeah. And we get a lot of these success quotes reading all these uh, different business leaders, but something I personally have always lived by, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I came up with it, if I read it somewhere, I pieced it together, but something that I, that's just been my core value, you only fail when you quit. You only fail when you quit. Perseverance, yep. Fire Nation, is the most critical word in our dictionaries. Those that persevere are going to be the ones that get on that other side. And Bobby, how would you want Fire Nation to apply this quote, this mantra, into our entrepreneurial journeys? Anytime you're in any type of business, whether it's an online business or um, you know, in the e-commerce space or, or you're providing educational information like you are, John, or if you're, I don't know, selling widgets or T-shirts in Brazil, it doesn't matter. You are always, always, always going to run into obstacles, whatever that obstacle may be. And you're in the online space. Sometimes maybe your obstacle might be a technical issue. You run into, I mean, I won't mention any names, but for example, if you're in the email marketing business, I mean, you use email marketing, you might run into some problem with your email marketing provider that can really deal you a crushing blow from some some issue. But, you know, that that's not what makes the business what it is. You make the business what it is and the people that work with you and for you are what make the business, not some unrelated external situation. And you just got to push through it. You just got to push through it and you, you're going to screw up. Really, you're going to screw up and so what? You know, you're going to screw up, get over it, move on, figure out a better way to do it. You all, you can always improve. So, so Bobby, speaking of screw ups, we've all screwed up and we all have a checkered past of struggles, obstacles, failures. And that's one thing that I want to drill in on now. I want you to pick one of your past failures, one of your oh. times you just fell flat in your face, Bobby, and tell us that story, just like we were there next to you when you failed and the lessons you learned. Let me uh, pull up my encyclopedia of failures. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let me pour another glass of wine. <laughs> well, um, I would say, let me pour another glass of wine, John, but I actually just emptied the bottle right before I called you. So You knew what was coming. Yeah, I knew what was coming. So, um, Gosh, the, the the list of failures is tremendous. I, I could tell you a really good one. Like I, I do, I do have a really good one that I've used before. Like I, like you mentioned before, I do a lot of speaking events. I speak at fifteen or twenty different uh, conferences around the world, and this is one that I've used several times as a as an example of economic failure. Let's say. So I mentioned before my first quote unquote real business. I started when I was 21 years old. And that business grew, I can't say rapidly. I mean, you always read these Inc. 500 businesses that go from zero to 100 million in two years, right? And 
It wasn't anything that crazy. I mean, we went from zero to a bit over a million in about three years. And so, it, as, as they say, you know, we were the, uh, the, the uh, overnight success story that took five years, right? So, <laughs> um, we, uh, we built the business up to a million in about three years, and, and it, it, got, it got pretty good after that. You know, I, I don't like to get into numbers and details beyond the initial numbers, but it got pretty good after that. And I got to a point when I was, I think I was around 26, so it was my fifth year in business, and it was doing pretty well, and I thought everything was going great. You know, I was making a lot of money. I had a nice car. I had a nice house. I was starting to build some investments up outside of my business. So I was doing really well. And, you know, everything looked great from the exterior, right? And I remember Walmart at that time, uh, again, I don't like to pick on too many businesses, but I can pick on this one because I'm not in this business at all <laughs> anymore or anything similar. But Walmart was my biggest client at the time. We were doing a lot of assembly work for Walmart in-store. And what that means is if you walk into a Walmart store and you see that huge rack of bicycles in the toy department, there could be 100 or 200 bicycles on that rack. At that time, us or some other company like us assembled those bicycles. In most cases, assembled those bicycles. Right. You walk into the Walmart Garden Center and you see that row of 50 barbecue grills or 20 lawnmowers, companies like ours in many cases assembled those things, right? And I wasn't the only one. Obviously, we did a decent amount of business, but there was lots of other companies that figured out this niche. It wasn't like we invented the wheel on this deal, right? I mean, just like most other businesses, we, we saw somebody else doing it and thought, that looks cool. You can make money at it. So, can't remember the exact date, but it was somewhere uh, around, let's say somewhere around the year, late 90s, 2000, 98, 99, 2000. At this point, it feels like 100 years ago, but <laughs> we were just killing it, making money, killing it. Everybody was doing great. But the problem was I had about 50% of my business was tied up in Walmart. We were doing a lot of stores for Walmart, assembling the bicycles and whatnot. And I kid you not, on December 27th, yes, December 27th, two days after Christmas, I get a certified letter uh, in the mail. You know, the, the postal guy knocks on your door, it's assigned for this. I get a letter that came from Bentonville, Arkansas, Walmart headquarters. And more or less, the, the contents of the letter were, we regret to inform you, but as of immediately, we have canceled your contract with Walmart stores, and we have decided, due to the direction of the new CFO, to take this process in-house. And I was, as you can imagine, I was basically gulping down golf balls at that point. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I just, you know had a great Christmas. You know, I had a couple of small kids at that point. I mean, I was mid twenties, had a big house and everything and gulping down golf balls, like I said, and literally in a, a 10 second letter that I read, half my business was ripped out from underneath me. And I spent the rest of the Christmas holiday, just <laughs> firing people, quite frankly. And I was almost the youngest person in my company. So you can imagine, right? Let's say 
I'm 26, 27 years old. And John, I, you know, let's just assume you're 40 years old and you worked for me at that time. And I'm calling you up the, you know, a few days after Christmas saying, hey, John, I'm sorry to inform you. I'm going to have to let you go this Christmas. Brutal. Well, I had to call somewhere around 40 or 50 people that week. Ugh. So um, that was... Uh, that was a swift kick to the wavos over Christmas. Wow, and Bobby, just because I, I want to get to some great content down the road here, in just one sentence, try to sum it up for Fire Nation, one takeaway that you would want us to implement into our lives like as a learning experience from what you went through. God, I don't know if I could get it in one sentence, but essentially diversify. Get, get, don't keep all of your wealth in your own business, even though that is the primary driver of your income and your wealth. Don't don't think that your own business is not susceptible to economic and uh, business risk. Multiple streams of income diversify Fire Nation. That is the sign of a healthy, thriving business. And Bobby, what I want to do is go to the other end of the spectrum now. You just told us a very heart-wrenching story. So thank you for opening up and sharing that. But now let's talk about something exciting, fun. And that's an aha moment. That's a light bulb, Bobby, that you had go off at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So take us to that moment in time when you had that light bulb go off and walk us through the steps you took, Bobby, to turn that idea into success. A couple of years after that, I had bought a restaurant. It was a small restaurant, small kind of grill and bar kind of place. And I thought, you know, it'd be a cool investment to have. And hey, you know, who doesn't want to own a bar, right? Um, Little uh, little did I know at the time that's a horrible investment. Actually, what it financially turned about turned out to be okay, but long term they're not. At least in my case, they weren't great investments. And I ended up selling that restaurant. I only owned it for about a year or so, and I ended up selling it. And before I sold it, I had to negotiate with my landlord. I own the business, not the property. In that case. And I ended up selling the business and negotiating with the landlord. And we had a five-year commercial lease on it, which means I also had a personal guarantee on that lease. So at least with this landlord, I had a personal guarantee. And when I sold the business, the landlord says, well, we're not taking you off the personal guarantee. You signed a five-year guarantee. So we'll let you sell the business and transfer the lease. But now you have to guarantee their lease. And at the time, I thought, you know what? Forget it. That's fine. I just got to get rid of this business and I can't keep running this and I need to move on. So I sold it, sold it to uh, actually I had a partner in this. We sold it to two girls and they bought the business and it was going fine for a few months, apparently. Well, <laughs> as you can imagine where this story is heading, a few months later, these girls had uh, essentially stopped paying the rent. They went, they basically defaulted. They went out of business. Then they ended up filing bankrupt. We ended up getting sued by the landlord for, at the time, what was for me a pretty sizable amount of money of a few hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Now, let me back up just a little bit. Right before the point where I decided to sell that business, I decided, you know, I really, because I knew in my mind, I said, at this point, I've got a business doing several million dollars a year. I've got uh, some real estate. I've got this restaurant. You know, I need to do some things to protect my wealth. And and so I started doing some Google searching and started learning about asset protection and asset protection planning. And I thought this would be something that would be 
pretty smart to implement into you know my wealth strategy. And I met a couple of people who helped me develop an asset protection strategy, got to be good friends with them. And after that, I decided, you know, this would be a good idea maybe to help some of my friends do it because I can't, I became really fascinated with it. Well, fast forward back to the time where this landlord sues me for a few hundred thousand dollars. And now we're going into the negotiation stage trying to settle this thing. And I get a call from the lawyer saying, hey, we decided we want to settle this thing. Long story short, my lawyer told me that they could not actually find any assets to attach in a judgment. So the the plaintiff attorneys decided they wanted to settle with us because they couldn't find any assets to pursue in a judgment. And for me, that was my aha moment for what is now my current business. That was my aha moment. And I said, wow, this strategy of developing an asset protection plan really actually worked. And so that's when I started doing some one-on-one consulting with some of my friends and I started working with the guys that had helped me develop my strategy. And that's basically how the business was developed over the course of the past few years. Real life experiences, real life aha moments, Fire Nation. Bobby was in an incredibly difficult predicament, but because of a little bit of prior planning and getting some great advice, he was able to protect himself and then he was able to take that knowledge of what actually can work and now he applies it to other successful entrepreneurs around the world. So Bobby, that's just a great way to turn a pain point that you found that you had and that obviously other entrepreneurs are going to have, turn it into a solution that you can provide and then become the expert in that solution. So definitely kudos to you, Bobby. What I really want to do now is bring things to present times. I want to talk about you, Bobby Casey, today. I mean, you've just mentioned that you were in six or eight countries in the last handful of months. I mean, you're a traveling machine. Kind of fill Fire Nation into where you've come to right now, what your life looks like. And I'm just really interested being an entrepreneur who does generate sizable income. Like, What exactly do you do with entrepreneurs? Well, actually, I've been in six or eight countries in the past four weeks. Four weeks? Holy. <laughs> well, I live in Eastern Europe, for one. I moved out of the U.S. about five years ago, and I've been living outside of the U.S. for many years now. So I've been in in the past four weeks. I've been in, I don't know, let's say Latvia, Switzerland, Italy, uh, the U.S., Paraguay, Panama, Holland, I think I'm missing something, but this is in the past month. But yeah, I travel probably 30 or 40 countries a year. Um, a, a lot of it is I'm meeting with clients. I'm, I'm speaking on different uh, conferences, um, speaking at small private events, that sort of thing. But essentially what, what our business does now, so back to the asset protection piece of it, that's what kind of got me kickstarted in this. This is what made me you know, kind of opened my eyes to, wow, this is fascinating because my ideologically, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I believe entrepreneurs truly are the economic drivers of the world. Without an entrepreneur to make something happen, you know, big business doesn't make it happen. Governments don't make it happen. The entrepreneur is the one that makes it happen, right? And so my view is we have to protect 
uh, entrepreneurs and help them keep as much of that capital as they can because, quite frankly, entrepreneurs are the best allocators of capital on the planet. And so our business is helping entrepreneurs keep as much of their own capital as they can. And we do that through a lot of different ways. I mean, we own a trust company in the Caribbean. We help people set up uh, structures like offshore trusts and foundations. We help a lot of e-commerce businesses. We help them move their companies offshore, minimize their litigation risk, minimize their tax burden, um, give them access to different investment markets, that sort of thing that they wouldn't otherwise have access to. And we help people let's say geographically diversify their business and their lives. So that's, that's pretty much, in, I guess, in a short nutshell, what, what we do with our clients. Wow. Well, Bobby, fascinating. I love your outlook on what an entrepreneur is and what they do for this world. I couldn't agree more. That's why when I was coming up with an idea for a podcast that was going to be daily, there was no other people that I wanted to talk to then entrepreneurs who were moving and shaking and bringing us forward. And, you know, just like you said, nobody's better at reallocating wealth around the world than entrepreneurs are. And they're the ones that are taking things to the next level. So Entrepreneur on Fire was born. You're now our 636th interview that we've done. This show has inspired many other shows to do very similar things, which is inspiring many people. We actually generate, have generated over 7 million unique downloads in over 145 countries around the world. We just broke 800,000 unique downloads for the first time in the month of May of 2014 here. So, People want to hear this stuff. They want to hear the content that other entrepreneurs are sharing. And Bobby, that's you. And not only are you an entrepreneur, but you're leading the way protecting entrepreneurs that are following in your footsteps of getting out there and taking charge of your life. So thank you for that. Thank you, John. Yeah, and well done on the show. Well done. You've, you've really taken off. It's fantastic. Good work. Bobby, really, really appreciate it. And Bobby, we're about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Working out and staying fit is important to me, and that's why I exercise every day. But I know it's not all about the workout, which is why I've also got into a great routine of eating a balanced breakfast, a hearty lunch, and lots of nutritional snacks in between. But when you're looking for smart snacking options in those in-between meal periods, it can be tough. High fructose corn syrup and trans fats seem to be in every package. That's why I love NatureBox. They have strict quality standards, which means no high fructose corn syrup, no partially high hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors. What's more is that NatureBox is convenient. They deliver snacks you can feel good about straight to your door every month. Ready to unwrap smarter snacking fire nation? Receive a discovery box of surprise snacks for your first NatureBox, then choose your favorites. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Fire Nation, why are you an entrepreneur? Perhaps it's because you don't want someone else dictating what ideas you pursue or what projects you work on. Or maybe you want to work from home and determine your own hours so you can spend more time with your family. I chose to be an entrepreneur for the freedom it affords me to do what I'm passionate about whenever and wherever I want. And with the help of the internet and services like eVoice, 
I can. eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So when your customers or business partners call, they're automatically sent to wherever you are. Whether you're out exploring new passions and ideas for your next project or in the backyard hanging out with your kids, you can still deliver the same exceptional and professional service your customers and partners expect. Right now, you can try eVoice for free for 30 days, plus get a special discount of $5 off every month forever. Go to eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. So Bobby, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Uh, I'll do my best, John. I'll do my best. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Honestly, absolutely nothing. I never, ever once in my mind had a thought that I could be anything else, to be honest. I mean, from the youngest age of 12 years old, I'm, I'm out there hustling, doing something. I mean, I, there was nothing else I could think about doing. Bobby, what's the best advice you've ever received? Persistence is truly the key. And really, persistence is what's going to set the entrepreneur apart from the, uh, let's, let's call him the average Joe, because the average Joe at some point gives up and goes back to the nine to five. The entrepreneur will never, ever quit. Bobby, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? One thing that I know I do that helps me tremendously is to write. I need to write something, some article, some thousand word, 15, 2000 word article every week to push my thoughts and to clarify my thoughts. Even if nobody ever reads it, it helps me clarify my own thoughts. Bobby, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I'm a big fan of the Millionaire Fastlane. Uh, I think you're familiar with it as well. And I've I've got a lot of really good friends that came from that site. So I I think that's a really good resource for entrepreneurs, the FastlaneForum.com. Absolutely. And we've had MJ DeMarco on the show, just an incredibly inspiring entrepreneur who absolutely crushed it. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been talking about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Bobby Casey. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Bobby, what would it be? You know, a book that I've recently read that I've now given to my kids, I have two teenage kids. And I've recently given to my kids because I think this guy really has a unique perspective on the world is James Altucher's new book, Choose Yourself. James is a great, great entrepreneur. That book, he actually narrates himself, which is awesome. I love the audio version of it because he throws in some extra bonuses. So if you're really a big fan, Bobby, it's worth going and snagging that audio version as well because he's hysterical in it. And let me just tell Fire Nation, who I know loves audio, if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Bobby, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine okay. you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Network. 
I would meet every single person I could. And I would try to find people. Somehow, as an entrepreneur, we can sniff out other people that are chasing that dream. And, and I say successful people because my definition of success is somebody who is on the path to achievement. It's not necessarily the guy that's got $50 million in his bank account or he sold a billion-dollar e-com or a billion-dollar software company. Now, granted, those are also successful people, but my version, my definition of success is somebody who's chasing their dream and is in the process of achievement. I would spend the next seven days pursuing people that I could sniff out that were in the process of pursuing achievement. I love that, Bobby. Earl Nightingale said a quote that I resonate with, and I think you probably will too, and that's that success is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. It's not that realization. It's the gradually realizing of it, and it's not just any ideal. It's a worthy ideal. So, Bobby, thank you for being so open, honest, and inspiring with us today. Leave Fire Nation with one parting piece of guidance Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting guidance. If you're looking to get into the entrepreneurial realm right now, I say be prepared because this is not going to be an easy journey. Don't ever quit. If, if, this is the, if this is the path you choose, don't ever quit, but be prepared. It's not going to be easy because nothing worth having ever is worth – or nothing, ever, nothing worth having ever is easy. Um, but just understand the journey is worth it, and uh, the rewards are can be great if you are very, very persistent with it. And if you're looking to reach me, our, our primary website is um, www.globalwealthprotection.com. Bobby, Fire Nation is well aware. You can find the links to everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Just type Bobby in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Bobby, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Take care. Fire Nation, ready to learn two super podcasting hacks that 99% of podcasters are not doing that will set you head and shoulders above the rest? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 